I didn't have to go easy on you. A different binding agent, a stronger mix. I want you to remember that. I wanted to remind you to stay out of my way. In all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember the one man who beat you. Bruce! Tell me. Should any of the core members of the League turn rogue, we need to have plans in place to handle each and every one of us, should we become a threat. The members of the League are my teammates, but we need to be prepared for the worst. Always. Agamemno Contingency, file code name Last Sun. If Superman ever becomes a threat to the planet, the following protocols will need to be enacted to ensure our survival. The sample of green kryptonite in Vault 7B, provided by Superman himself, will incapacitate him with brief exposure, and prolonged exposure would, in all probability, be fatal. You don't get it, son. This isn't a mud hole. It's an operating table, and I'm the surgeon. I feel like I live in a world made of cardboard, always taking constant care not to break something, to break someone. Never allowing myself to lose control, even for a moment, or someone could die. But you can take it, can't you, big man? What we have here is a rare opportunity for me to cut loose and show you just how powerful I really am. I'm confused, Kent. See, I've lived in Metropolis most of my life, and I can't figure out how some yokel from Smallville is suddenly getting every hot story in town. Well, Lois, the truth is, I'm actually Superman in disguise, and I only pretend to be a journalist in order to hear about disasters as they happen and then squeeze you out of the byline. You're a sick man, Kent. You asked. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Nerd Talkalypse, where nerd enthusiasts such as us come together with a common goal to geek out and preach nerdism in yesterday's and today's nerd culture. Featuring your hosts, Lane Stipe and DJ Pin Hollow. This is Nerd Talkalypse. Hello again, nerd enthusiasts, and thanks for joining us for the seventh episode of Nerd Talkalypse. This is Lane. And this is Deej. And as always, we'll be coming to you guys about all of our favorite nerd topics. From Marvel and DC, specializing in CW's Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. To Harry Potter, Pokemon, Star Wars, Dragon Ball Z, and everything in between. That's right, folks, and this is our Batman v Superman special episode. Um, we're going to be talking about the latest... Uh, Batman v Superman movie, obviously, and um, our thoughts on that. We have an interview with uh, a buddy of mine and uh, a new buddy of Lane. Uh, His name is Brandon Allison. Uh, He's from Portsmouth, Virginia, and uh, we'll be uh, diving into that here after our uh, nerd news. Yeah, we have about an hour interview with him, all all three of us just talking around, and that'll be your episode for this week. It's pretty pretty light episode. Next week we're going to be back in the old grind, doing our Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Maybe next yeah. week is the season finale of Walking Dead. That's true. Yeah, we might be. It might be a specific Walking Dead episode. Next yeah, week. it's an hour and a half now. Yeah, actually, you know what? I think we should probably plan for that. Just the Walking. Just the Walking Dead episode. Yeah. It's going to be too nuts not to talk about. That's right. Um, so for our loyal listeners that we do have, plan on a normal episode 
um, and our and our first talking of Fear the Walking Dead of uh, the following week. Yeah. And we'll do our we'll do Flash Arrow uh, Legends if it's back on TV. I don't know it's on break right now. And then we'll do Fear the Walking Dead, and you know we'll, we'll talk about the season two premiere and our thoughts on that, and go from there. But for now, we're gonna get right into nerd news, and then right into our uh, Batman v Superman interview. It's time for the latest in nerd news with Nerd Talkalypse. Welcome everybody, this is Nerd News for Episode 7, all the news that we have found with this past week since the last episode. Now this is Nerd News minus all the BV, Batman vs. Superman news, because yeah. that's pretty much all that anybody's talking about right I mean, now. We have two things of Batman vs. Superman news, but uh, first we're going to start off. Tyrese Gibson apparently has met with WB about being a possible Jon Stewart, Green Lantern. Uh, I think he'd be fine at that. I think he'd do it. Yeah, I, I he, he said that he's got more of a shot than... He originally, when he was originally rumored for it, he said that he's now talking with WB about it, and he's got more of a shot at doing it now than he did. Like I said before, I think almost any bald black guy could. <laughs> yeah, Johnson. that's true. I very much agree with that. Um, but I think he'd be fine. Yeah, I, I'm excited, man. I think he has uh, you know good attitude, and I, I really like him in back, uh, Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, and I almost uh, said Back to the Future. He's also in the Transformers. In the first one. Yeah, he's the black. He's the guy. He's in all of them. With with uh with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I need to rewatch those movies. Yeah. I don't remember and, that. Yeah, you said he was in Fast and the Furious. He was in that movie. He was in the what was the other one? Back. You said. I I said I almost said Back to the oh, Future. Right. I know he's not in that shit. Right. I don't know why I was gonna say that, but. All right, but we still got uh, two. I know we said the, the all the news that we had was Batman vs Superman. We do got two articles in relation to that. Uh, first one is that we got uh, that Batman vs Superman made 424 million globally for opening weekend, which uh, apparently is the highest comic book opening weekend movie ever. That's what I read. Um, and it ranked seven in something else, and I think it was the most for most for Warner Brothers as far as opening weekend goes. Well, the real test is to see how much more money it will make after everybody's already after seen it. After everybody's already seen it. Yeah, I was on a DC forum last night. Or I think it was on Facebook actually, and it was it was all these people from DC just loving that movie all, left and right. right. And then there's you know there's a couple people who who are hating on it, but yeah, a, a, a big rumor is that like that Marvel fans were paid <laughs> to talk shit on it. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it, I don't know how true that is, but it's very that's a very odd thing. I, I mean, it, it would be a DC fanboy that came up with that fucking right who theory, knows? but. Why can't we all love each other? I love both Marvel and DC. So. Right. But uh, and our second BBC, BBS news would be that the Blu-ray Ultimate Edition will be released on July 16th of this year. Which is so fast. We do not have to wait long at all. So. Yeah, that's. I, I'm excited. That's. I will. I will. As we said in a previous episode, that the the Blu-ray release will be a half an hour longer, so it'll make it three hours long, and will be rated R. So that's interesting. I I'm kind of. Ex- I'm excited for. An extra half hour of movie to see what they cut out and all that stuff like that. I we still to this day don't really have a definitive answer on what was different in IMAX. Um, yeah. I don't really know if I want to sit through that movie one more time at our theater to see what was not included. Right. Um, Nor do I think I can really remember that much. I mean. Right. I mean, I might be like I didn't. I don't remember seeing. I didn't see that part. I saw. I, I don't know. I, it, it'd be tough. That's two yeah. and a half hours of movie. Like, but. 
Um, all right, we're going into some other news. There was a sneak peek out of Negan and Lucille on little quick little uh, teaser trailer for The Walking Dead finale. Now, this was released, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it was released prior to last night's trailer for next week's episode that aired on AMC. This was like a French airing or something like that. So it yeah. Did. But speaking of which, Lane, you need to watch the, the, the AMC version because it's not much different as far as footage goes, but... Just way more intense. All right, like yeah, it looks to, really fucking cool. I can't and they have like words coming up in between the shot, dude. It's fucking. I gotta see it. It blew my mind. I was like, that was way. Like it gave me goosebumps again for the fifteenth time because I've watched it so many times. Six days away from potentially one of the greatest episodes of every t- any TV show. Probably my most anticipated moment in television. Absolutely. of all time. Absolutely. Like, I have been waiting for this. Lane and I both, and our buddy Nate, who will be on next week, and as as our buddy Freeman also. Um, we've been waiting for this moment for a while, uh, four years, <laughs> ever since Negan's first appearance in issue 100. And, you know, they're on issue 144. So give or take the 12 to 15 issues a year, like between now and then it's been, it's been a while. And I've, I, as soon as I, I just remember, as soon as I saw him, I called Nate, told him about this after he read it. And I was like, dude, how are they going to do this guy on the show? Yeah. That was the first thing. And they were, they weren't even on season three yet in the show. And three seasons from now, then, where here we are, and it's like just fucking crazy to me. Like, yeah, I can't. I don't know. I can't wait to see it. Oh my god, uh, uh, the anticipation is. My, <laughs> my blood pressure has been building every episode, and I don't even. I'm gonna have to go to cardiac arrest on this next episode probably. After next week, talking about. See, we're not talking about Walking Dead this week, so we can't. Like, there wasn't much that happened last night's episode, but we. It's gonna seem un, un, incomparable. Well, except for what happened at the very, very end. Yeah, that seems like the only thing that's worth talking about. Right. But this is a Batman-Superman episode, but like I said, next week is going to be Walking Dead episode. So, I found some really interesting news out this week in regards to one of my favorite movie franchises, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, the number, num- the fifth movie coming out, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales, is the uh, subtitle. Um, Sir Paul McCartney of the Beatles and his, you know, his stellar music career has joined the cast of Pirates of the Caribbean 5, which is fucking weird. Yeah, I guess I can't wait to see what he's going to do. I can't wait either, but I it is it is I guess it's no less weird to me maybe not. I Keith Richards joined the cast of Pirates of the Caribbean 3. He's from the Rolling Stones. No, who was he? He was Jack Sparrow's father. Oh. In the third movie. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, no, nah, I guess that makes sense because that's what Jack Sparrow he was modeled off. He did a great job of. about it. Yeah, he was Jack Sparrow modeled himself off of Keith Richards and Steven Tyler of Aerosmith. Oh, I could He's, I could definitely see that. Yeah, so when he showed up as Jack's father, I was like, all right, that seems appropriate. But I cannot see Paul McCartney. I didn't even know he acted. Maybe he, this is his first shot. Who knows? I, I, it's so weird to me. We'll see. I, I even showed my mom, who was a, a huge Pirates of the Caribbean fan, but even more so a Beatles fan. Yeah. I sent her that, and she goes, that's weird. <laughs> she goes, I do not know how I feel about that. And well, I, I agree. Wait and see. So I don't know. I guess. Well, this next bit of news has me pretty excited. It's not too nerdy, but for the for all of us 90s kids out there, it's, a, the it's 90s, nostalgic. The 90s cast of all that has a reunion plan for Nick's extension channel called The Splat. So we're going to see some more all that, apparently. 
some new, you know, they're obviously much older, but hell yeah. And I found out some interesting, Amanda Bynes was not invited. Really? I don't know. That's weird. But Danny Tamborelli was on there. <laughs> that's crazy. Which is awesome because he was my favorite. I hope we that. see, uh, like, Drake Bell and all that. And then. Drake Bell wasn't a part of all that. Well, he was he, part he of was Amanda, Amanda show. show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. But, yeah, Josh Peck wasn't either. But yeah. Keenan and Josh Server and Kel? probably Lori Beth Denberg, Kel probably, yeah. Um, Danny Tamborelli and I want them to do like an adult, like a rated, like you know, like an adult version of that show. Yeah, I wish. That, I mean, like they could thing. totally do it. if they went over, if they just crossed over. Where because Keenan's on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So if they just did a crossover to SNL. I think we could get that. I would dig that shit. I think that would be awesome. I I wish. I watched a little bit more SNL. I love that show. I don't. I've never really watched it. It's fucking hilarious. Everything I've ever seen from it is so funny. Well, uh, see, I hear it's stupid anymore. It's more like Mad TV than anything. Like I the, loved the fuck out of Mad TV. I hate that. That's the, that's the, too stupid humor for me. I can't stand it. I used to watch Mad TV every day after school. I loved it. I don't it. like it. But anyway, um, so how did you say this guy's name? Peter Sarah Vinowicz. He has been cast as the Tick. This guy has a ridiculous. Um, Look him up on IMDb. He's a lot. Of, has a lot of. Shit. Yeah, he's a busy motherfucker. Like, he's been in things since we were born. It's hard for me to give you something that you. But if you see it, you'll recognize as soon as you see his face. He he's one of those guys you see in everything, but you never know who he is. Yeah, the the article I read said he was a Star Wars veteran, but apparently he's been in a lot more stuff than. Than that, uh, he was in the movie Spy. He was in. He's in a. Just look up his IMDb. I don't think, however, that he's going to be even close to comparable to Patrick Warburton's The Tick. No, I agree. But, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. I don't. We have not watched Patrick Warburton's Tick. That's on the agenda. Um, our ever-growing list of agenda things to watch. Right. But we'll get there. It's funny. We were just talking about this last night, but the, there's a King, the Kingsman sequel is set to come out on June 16th of 2017, titled The Kingsman, uh, The Golden Circle. And I love the first one. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Halle Berry is said to be in this movie as maybe more or less a cameo or something. She's supposed to make an appearance in the movie. Um, the article also had Samuel L. Jackson on it, but I don't think he died, I, he died in the first one. Who so. knows? What they're, these movies are crazy. Yeah, so I don't know. He might be a robot. Yeah, he very well could be. But he's like a, as you know, the guy, the main kid on, I think we mentioned it last episode on our news, but the main kid from the Kingsman is rumored, he's, you know, he's in the running to be young Han Solo, so. We also talked about it in our interview with Brandon that you guys will hear too, so um, we as nerds go off on tangents all the time, so it is an episode about BVS, but we do get into it with him a little bit about Star Wars and other things, so. um, Well, just stick with it. Yep. So the very last piece of nerd news is just uh, normal everyday release date, but Deadpool, the DVD and Blu-ray, is going to be released on May 10th of this year. So that's exciting. I know it just appeared online um, as a leak for streaming and, and pirating, but I don't pirate things. So, um, But I know that you can get on there and watch it, And but definitely worth checking out. I know that I see a third viewing in my future. Oh, for sure. Um, but all right, so that's all we got for Nerd News. Um, we're going to go ahead and uh, bring you guys right to our Batman vs. Superman interview special with uh, Brandon Allison from Portsmouth, Virginia. Um, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. We'll check it out. We'll, we'll check back with you guys next week. Remember, Walking Dead episode. Yep, Walking, Walking Dead. Dead season finale special. 
uh, going to have a little bit of a round table going on. So uh, it should be a good time. We're going to get immediate reactions right after Sunday night and then go into our normal Monday episode. Um, but, alright. Warning. This is a spoiler alert. Please do not continue listening if you wish to not have this spoiled for you. Warning. This is a spoiler alert. So, alright guys, we're here with Brandon Allison. That's your last name, right, Allison? Yeah, yeah, all right. yeah. He's from, uh, what part of Virginia are you from? I am from Portsmouth, Virginia. Portsmouth, Virginia, okay. So we're coming from Dubois, talking to Brandon from Portsmouth, Virginia. We're doing a little bit of uh, talking on Batman v Superman. Uh, we got uh, conflicting views here, so this this, will, this should be get in, a little interesting. So I like it because I like the movie a whole lot. Lane liked the movie a whole lot. Brandon, however, did not. Um, you didn't like it? Uh, well, it's all right. It's not that didn't like it. <sighs> where, where can I go with this? This is this is just so. Uh, I think one thing. I, I think. One thing we have to accept as DC fans, there's going to be continuity errors. You know, like, it's going to happen. I hate it, too. I'm, <laughs> it drives me insane. But Well, here's my thing um, about what DC does. And in a lot of their comics, I'm pretty sure Deej can um, relate to me. I know you read a lot of DC comics, too, correct? Not necessarily. I don't really know as much, like, that much. I mean, I know some stuff, but I don't really read too much of the comics. Like, I just learned a lot of stuff. Okay, what about, like, like current gen? Not, like, you know, we're not going, like, Batman versus Superman. Let's like, say, are you talking, like, New 52? Yeah, we'll say New 52. I read some of the Flash and earlier Superman issues, but I haven't really got... I didn't dive too far deep into it. I don't know where they're at right now or anything like that. Yeah, well, well, this is this is where I'm going at. Didn't you notice in those, like, New 52 comics, they had a lot of a story and a lot of backstory? Yeah. Yeah, I heard, the, I heard that, yeah. That is exactly what the problem is with, like... Warner Brothers doing like DC films where Marvel is just like you jump into it you you got a lot of you know stuff going on you can just go in bing bing boom and that's it we were actually just talking about that yeah. like right before you called now DJ made a good point is that you know Marvel look how many Marvel movies came out before Avengers took off yeah they they took DC took care of all that in one movie pretty much like you know the next Justice League movie that's going to come out yeah. Right, so they they started with Man of Steel, and then Which and was, then they I love that movie. Yeah, was, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and then and then they put you into Dawn of Justice, and then it's they 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 packed what a lot of people are saying they packed a whole lot of movie into this, and movie. that was the problem. That was the biggest, biggest, biggest problem. And and I see and, and I see the point. Like I see why it bothers people, but like at the same time, like it did it did set up the universe that. They wanted to set up, but and you can't blame Zack Snyder for it as a director. Yeah. You, it's it's Warner Brothers. It's the See, they did exactly what they wanted to do, but it's just it bothers people now. But I think once Justice League rolls around and they redeem it, you know, I think we're gonna be like maybe it was necessary. Like it just depends how good Justice League does. I think I think everybody's view can change on this movie from what the future movies brings to us. That's my oh, opinion. I I agree. I I wholeheartedly agree with that because. And I even said to a couple of my friends, I said, this movie is a setup for Justice League. It was just a lot of talking, and we can all say it was a lot of talking. It was. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I think it should have been titled uh, Dawn of Justice, Batman vs. Superman, because the subtitle was Dawn of Justice, but there was way more to do with that. That Batman vs. Superman fight was five, five, minutes? five minutes long. 
Like it was so short. <laughs> I mean, it was what we saw was cool. Was Can awesome. you agree to that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. But it they was, almost but... showed us the whole fight in the trailer. Almost. Yeah, and <laughs> all right, here was the funniest thing, and I and I was saving this for you because <laughs> uh, I want to talk to you about this. Did you not notice? Like, all right, they're beating the shit out of each other, and uh, they're going at it. You know, he's about you know. You know, spoiler alert, you don't care if I do any spoilers no, say here. Everything. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, well, we're editing this into the episode tomorrow, so. Okay, cool. Um, so anyway, what I was saying that, you know, he had the Kryptonite staff. Yeah. Right. And he's about, to, he's about to kill Superman, and he's holding the damn staff. And he's like, save Martha, save Martha. How do you know that name? And then here comes Lois Lane, just here to save the day, just running on in. Like, yeah. where the fuck does she come? Where did she come from? Yeah, yeah, I didn't happened. even fucking notice that. I didn't even... She yeah, did. Right, well, right time. Right exact time. She and then, you know... Uh, <laughs> let me finish this. This is great. Uh, <laughs> so, here she comes running in to save the day. Lois Lane of all people, right? Um, you know, he's like, how does he know... How does he know this name? How does he know this name? That's the name of his mom. Oh, you know, everything's cool. Now they're best buds. Yeah, he, he goes to say, he goes to say Martha. Martha, Martha dying. <laughs> what tonight. was it? Five minutes later, he goes, "I'm a friend of your son's." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That yeah. is what I'm talking about. I was just kicking his ass, and I was this close to killing him, but we're friends. <laughs> I mean, buds now. All of a sudden, we're good. But like in in Superman's intentions, I he tried making it clear when he got there. Oh, he did, and and there was. I really like all the actors that played each character, besides oh, yeah. Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. That was kind of stupid. Right. Yeah, I mean, I love Jesse. He's one of the best actors, I think. I love Jesse Eisenberg, but that is not how I perceive Lex Luthor whatsoever. Not no, at all. not at all. So, uh, did you guys know that Brian Cranston was up for the role before I Eisenberg? I, Steve, I don't even think Brian Cranston would have done it justice. Like, not well, e- Supposedly, he backed out, and Jesse Eisenberg went in for his audition at, for... Jimmy Olsen? Is that his name? Jimmy Olsen? Yeah, James yes. Olsen. Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, he went in for the role of Jimmy Olsen, and Brian Cranston backed out of the role to do something else, and I, they put Eisenberg <laughs> as Luther. See, like, right after they announced, uh, like, the movie was happening and all that stuff. See, and what drives me crazy is that Jesse Eisenberg could have easily done what Lex Luthor's role, because he can play a smart character. We've seen it on... You know, the social network. He plays a good, smart guy. He could have played that cool, calm, collected genius. Not, but he was like more. He was like half Joker, half fucking Lex Luthor. It was weird. That was a problem to me. And you know, because Lex Luthor, if you read the comic books, he's he's kind of terrifying. You know, he's never psycho like that. Never. Yeah. I mean, he 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 is pissed. Yeah, he's a psychopath. He's a sociopath. Calm. He's a a high functioning sociopath. He's not. He's not crazy. uh, He's not. He's. He's one is known as the, known as one of the top three smartest people in the entire DC universe, and oh, yeah, he, I did not that's get that. He, oh yeah, he's always you know, trying to be you know that's when he wants to meet Brainiac and all that you know, yeah. all that jazz. That one time he actually yeah. he fused with Brainiac, and I saw a movie of that, and that's when Flash went all crazy on him. That when I showed you Flash was running around the planet and kept punching him. Oh yeah, that, that shit was nuts. When he punched himself into a fucking oblivion or yeah, whatever, to a whole other dimension. Have you seen that shit, Brandon? No, I don't think I have. No, it was, it was yeah, very uh, interesting. It was a movie with uh, Brainiac and Lex Luthor fused together, and he was just he was kicking <laughs> everybody's ass. Superman couldn't do it. Only Flash could stop him. Uh, speaking cool. of Flash, um, <laughs> fuck that I, guy. I don't like Ezra him. Miller. I mean, who is this dude? I don't I know. Don't I know, know he's going to be in the new Harry Potter film, the Fantastic Beasts, and Where to Find Him. 
And I don't know where. I think he comes from Perks of Being a Wallflower. I think that's like the only other movie he's done. I don't know, but I don't. I know Barry Allen does not have a shitty little fucking pinstripe mustache, and he doesn't have a ponytail. <laughs> Absolutely. And, I mean, I don't know. If this is gonna sound racist, but what? What? What is he? Is he like Asian? Is he Indian? I don't, I don't even know. I have no idea. I think he, he might be some kind of Native. He looks a little bit of Native American to me. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, Flash Barry Allen old like that. No, I know. Do you watch the TV show? Yeah, I mean... That's Barry Allen. That he does yeah. good. And that, um... I was telling Deej this, um, yesterday. That dude is actually from the area I'm at. Like, I live where he went to school at, which was in Norfolk, Virginia. Gotcha. Uh, only, mm-hmm. um, which is only, like, what, ten minutes from my house. Wow. Yeah. That's fucking cool, dude. And the comic book shop... And the comic book shop is right across the high, like street, uh, across the street from the high school he went to. Wow. Yeah. Even uh, Kevin Smith has said that this guy, like, like if you read the comic books and you listen to graphic audios, this guy does. This is who Barry Allen is. Like, yeah. He can't be replaced. I, I don't like her. I don't like him. I don't like the new one. Apparently, Zack Snyder said that he wasn't even considered for the role. Like, which is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And, and and you know what? Like, and people were worried about people. In the past, they always said like, "Oh, maybe it's because he, you know, he's a TV actor or whatever." You know what I mean? But what about Stephen Amell? You know, what I mean, he's making his way yeah. to the big screen this summer. Are they gonna fucking put him in the goddamn Justice League and not fucking Gustin? Like, they better be, yeah. fucking not. I feel like it, uh, he wouldn't even like that. He would be like, "No, I'm not doing it without Gustin." I, yeah. I agree. I would be happy as fuck if they recasted him. Yeah. But tell me, tell me why CW just just blows. Everything out of the water with DC material. Then I know and they're, they're like a local station, and they yeah, fucking yeah. just—it's great. I don't know. CW is awesome. Do you watch Legends? I haven't watched Legends, dude. I don't even really watch much TV to be honest. Like as of lately, I'm so busy with things going on, yeah, right. music, yeah, and just life in general. I mean, so, I'm pretty so sure you're not at all caught up in Flash. No, no, dude, I'm not at all. Yeah, I, it's, it's sad. It's I have sad. to say, as a nerd, and to you as a DC fan, that show. Fantastic. Is fucking nuts. Oh, I, I believe it. I mean, I, I really like I like everybody that they have cast for that show, like Captain Cold. Yeah, you know, he does a great. I love that guy. It's awesome, dude. I mean, at first when I saw um, when I watched a little bit of the first season, <clears throat> um, when I saw Captain Cold, dude, I got so stoked. And I, I love Captain Cold. Right. Probably one of the coolest ones out there. I hope if we you see really him. Like in his full uh, get up at some point, you know, like that. He has that freaking coat. And yeah, I hope stupid glasses. Yeah, <laughs> oh, man, it's cool though. I like it. Um, I love right. it. So <laughs> we're gonna move into these talk points here, and we're gonna let you hear, or I want to hear what you have to say, and we'll tell you what we have to say about these things. Now, you touched on this. The first talk point I have, you told me this the other day when we texted. Um, uh, general consensus overall that I've been hearing from pretty much everybody set aside from maybe a few people who don't really know what to expect or Christian Bale lovers, but uh, Batfleck, fucking awesome. I loved it. I mean, Perfect I fucking really, Batman. He really was, and and people, I really wish people would like stop with the whole, oh, it's like a Daredevil. No, dude, Daredevil and Batman are completely, completely different. I mean. Yeah. Regardless, he it wasn't his fault in Daredevil either. If you want to go back to it, really think about it. It wasn't his fault. I that made that. I did too when I was a kid, and then I grew up. And I was like, this is awful. <laughs> right? I mean, uh, I'm a huge fan of the Arkham games. You know, you ever played yeah. Arkham games? Oh, absolutely. I haven't played Arkham, but 
Well, uh, you should. It's really. fantastic, but... Oh, I need to, yeah. That, you know, Affleck's Batman came straight out of those games to me. Like, that brutal ass-beating, like, you know, like, you know, he doesn't kill people, but he doesn't give a shit if your neck is broken. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I love... Well, and, and that, what you just said right there, you know, him beating up people, and it's more realistic with, yeah. you know, Ben Affleck as Batman, because when you see the fight scenes in that movie... He, he was vulnerable, and that's what I like to see. I don't want to see this invincible Batman, Christian Bale Batman, just like, you can't touch him. Yeah, no, see, Batman gets hit all the time, especially when I'm behind the controller, because <laughs> I don't know what's going <laughs> Behind the controller? What, do you play on the easy mode? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I mean, if you are, I mean, I'm not judging you. I play it, too. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I loved it. But, but yeah, I got chills like when when like Lane said. Well, we were watching an IMAX. His point was the fact that the cause it was the first time I've ever been to an IMAX movie. So he was talking like, but that whole scene like when when right at the beginning when they're walking up the steps, the cops, and they're mm-hmm. when that guy got branded on the shoulder, and you see yeah. Batman just in the fucking corner, and you see him for the first time like just fuck that shit was nuts. Like, yeah. I it was it's fucking cool. it just blew my mind. Like it gave me goosebumps. And I'm not yeah. I'm not the biggest Batman fan. You know what I mean? I like those movies, but I'm not the biggest Batman. But that shit was just per- it was exactly what I wanted in a Batman movie. Like, see, for me, every other Batman has always been awfully cheesy. You know what I mean? You know, like, it was like a cheesy Batman. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, this is the but if Batman was real, like if he was in our universe, I think that's what he'd be like. Is how Affleck oh, did it. One hundred percent agree with you, dude. I can't I can't <laughs> argue that. That is that is true. But the only problem I had with that scene, with the whole branding scene that Deej was talking about, was um, uh, the dude with the they, they cop with the shotgun, dude. Come on, you didn't hit him. What, what were you shooting rubber pellets at him? I mean, right. you were right there, and you shot, and you missed. Yeah, you missed. I he, mean, he might have missed. We don't know. I mean, he like we I know we saw later on in a fight scene he got shot point blank in the back of his head, and the bullet yeah. didn't penetrate his helmet. So he you know he he might have got hit with some buckshot. It just didn't. We just don't but, know. But a knife penetrated him, though. You remember? Knife yeah, but, that's, penetrated. but uh, if you wear like a Kevlar vest, like a cop's, a bullet won't penetrate it, but you can get through it with a knife. Uh, well, I don't know these things. I'm not a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm not constantly getting shot at or stabbed every day. Right. Right. So I'll, the I'll, I'll, <laughs> <laughs> only a couple times. So. That's cool, man. All right. So the next. Uh, <laughs> The next talk point I have, we briefly touched on it, was Lex Luthor. Um, you know, we pretty much set our piece as far as that goes. So, um, but either, but we can, you know, again, like Jesse Eisenberg, amazing actor, but somebody else could have done the role. Like, yeah, oh. he he wasn't what I thought. Yes, yeah, I liked it. Too. I liked what he how he acted, and I liked it for, but it's just weird. I'm starting okay. to feel like he'd be a great Joker after that. Like, I'm like, yeah, he, should, yeah. he should be fucking Joker. No, I would go with Riddler. I would take yeah. Riddler. Okay, I agree because, yeah, because Riddler's a little bit less insane than Joker, but right. in an intelligent. Yeah, actually, I I agree with that. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's a great fucking point. Wow. And, and I really and I really wish people would you know exploit you know Riddler or Scarecrow in Batman films, but I know that's Scarecrow in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah, but I mean, you uh, only saw yeah. him twice, well, three times. Really, he didn't look but, nearly like he does though. Like, oh my Rotting god, like in. the Arkham games, fucking oh Scarecrow god. is. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. Yes. That's that's how Scarecrow is. You know, he's he's just a scary. I mean, think about it. this dude can control your fear in a way. You know, right? He's, he just, this he's pretty much Batman's worst nightmare. He kind of reminds me of Vertigo, 
but way worse. Well, yeah, but like way worse. Like, have you ever watched Arrow? Uh, yes, I love the Arrow. Yeah, and 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 when he was when he had Vertigo, Vertigo, it was kind of the same thing. He did the he had the same kind of drug. So, um, so anyway, so that, those are thoughts on Lex Luthor. So then we got, what did you think of Wonder Woman? I really like her. Um, I'm just Gail Gadot. That's her name, right? Gail yeah. Gadot. Yeah. Um, I like how she she portrayed Wonder Woman very well. But what I'm used to seeing, and this might sound sexist or feminist. Oh no, no go ahead. We're all um, men on this show. <laughs> I really, I'm glad that they, you know, got someone like her, and she's good. But we, you know, people like me that read the comic books, and again, this might sound sexist, but I'm used to seeing like a a real Amazon, like a big Amazon chick, like, like you know, more like, more butch, but yeah, still sexy. Bu- yeah, like you know, she, you know, you, you know, not to mess with her on any given day, right? <laughs> kind of look, um, yeah, because like, yeah, Gail she Gadot. she was too pretty. This one, I mean, Wonder Woman is supposed to be one of the prettiest women on the planet, no, but Gail in the same Gadot. way, she's gorgeous. Dude. Oh, absolutely. I but I know but, what you mean. She didn't have that, like, like Wonder Woman in the comics has fucking like trap muscles, and she's fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. not that I want like you know China from WWE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Xena Warrior. Princess. That would have been ridiculous. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have got. I would have got a Xena Warrior girl. I mean, to be honest, like that was. But yeah. that's yeah, that's, yeah. that's a, that was from the 90s. But, Even the yeah. chick from Thor would have done all right. What yeah. the, like the one the part of Thor's army there? Yeah. Yeah. She, she would have been really well. Yeah, um, I thought she did a good job, but like, uh, like he, I agree with that though. She that's just that's just one little thing though. Like I think so, she's gonna do a good job. So that's that's all I could say. Like just like you know, not pump her full of steroids, but you know, get her you know leaned up more and just a little bit yeah. more. Get her some do some Tybo. Yeah, Tybo. Um. So did. I, I'll ask you this because you you seem to be more in tune with the comics as far as Wonder Woman goes. What does she uh? So have you ever seen her do that shit with the gauntlets? Or she um, did that boom? Like it was ridiculous. Yeah, she she can uh, block with her uh, her guard, like her wrist guards, whatever their gauntlets. No, we know she, that. Uh, you, but in, in the movie, she blocks with them, and then she does this thing where she smashes them together, and then it made a huge fucking shockwave. Well, they have like, you know, alterations of that. But yeah, I could see them doing that. That right. that was. That was right. That seemed right. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was something they just did for the movie, I mean, but it, it makes yeah. feasible sense because she is she's as strong as Hercules, and she ha- and then those are indestructible gauntlets. So if you smash two yeah. things that are indestructible that hard together, they're gonna be some kind of fucking effect. Like, yeah, yeah you have a Sonic Boom. Right. Yeah. All right. So then, go ahead. Her uh, lasso, her uh, magic lasso. I was actually that was like awesome. It was just like where did they come from? You didn't even see it on her side at yeah, all, and, and all of a sudden here it is, this golden. Golden string, but it was cool. It, it was like, so it was, cool. It's like Grand Theft Auto. She changes her weapon. <laughs> just comes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, what was the what was the like Grand Theft Auto? Do you cheat like up, up, down, down? Like it was kind of like the Konami code, but for yeah, replacing L one R two left down right up left down right up. <laughs> there it is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, and uh, there was a problem with that with her, and not nothing with her. It was just how it was done. She was only in the film for like five minutes, and it was like, oh yeah, she's she's cool. She's with us. Did you find it weird that she was boarding an airplane? Like, she's fully capable of flying faster than an airplane. I just, it was weird to me seeing her putting her luggage. I, I, I don't. It just was strange to me. Wonder Woman does strange things. Yeah, <laughs> Let me tell you. 
comic books, I mean, she's just trying to be normal and stuff and trying to adapt right. to civilization. So I guess by flying in an airplane, you can do that, you know. But she, but she also, I mean, she did a good job, but she didn't. Every comic or like a, a graphic audio or whatever you listen to, Wonder Woman has that very specific way she speaks. Like, you know, like very specific, like she oh, is royalty. And she didn't quite talk like that in the movie. Yeah, and that, that was another issue. I mean, Wonder Woman's stern, and she's like right to the point. Like it's either this way or I won't fuck you up. Which right. one do you want? Like I am <laughs> Diana Prince, and like she, I don't. I mean, but she did good. I think I don't know. I can't wait to see more. Like she wasn't in yeah. enough as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I want to see more of her. And you know, obviously we want to see more of her, but in um. Yeah, that was just my only issue, dude. You only got to see her for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. So we saw her more as Diana Prince than we did Wonder Woman. Like, and I think she had like a total of like maybe two paragraphs of dialogue in the whole movie. Maybe, but the fighting. I could. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I could have been Wonder Woman. I could have been a good Wonder Woman. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what did you think of Doomsday? Oh my God, that's what I want to talk to you about. That was ugh. Really, General Zod. See, yeah. that, when the trailer came out, I told DJ, I'm like, I swear to God, I know how trailers can be misleading, but if they make Doomsday out of General Zod, I'm going to be pissed off, because that's not how yeah. Darkseid, I mean, Doomsday Dark- was created, absolutely not. Yeah, Doomsday was an ancient uh, Kryptonian alien that was genetically, you know, made on Krypton. So I mean, that is kind of what they did, but they used Zod as, like, a host. And, like, Luther did it, you know, like... I, I, yeah, and Luther did it. It's like it. a mixture of hybrid between them two. And yeah. And like, oh, it's Doomsday, you know? No. He this, was no. cool, but... He was fucking insane. But he was literally 15 minutes old when Superman fought him. Yeah. You know, Doomsday has been around, like he said, years, it's, years and years. Ancient Kryptonian times, you know? He like I mean, I believe in the in this in the uh, original comic when he crashed he fought Superman and Superman you know the death of Superman he crashed in like a meteor of some sort to Earth and he was like uh, he was like hidden in a cave underground for like however many years it was like underground stuff yeah some, something like that. I think yeah. some scientists came up to it to it and they they were exploring it and that's what released Doomsday but I don't I don't like the way they created him in this movie I don't yeah that was really stupid um, I called it too I. <laughs> We thought at the beginning of the movie, you remember that dude that uh, Bruce Wayne saved from underneath the the dude without legs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We thought for sure. I thought he was going to be Doomsday. I looked over at Lane and I said, I'm calling it now. That dude's going to be Doomsday. I I thought the trailer was just being deceptive. I would have been so mad. What is this game? Well, yeah, either way (laughs) it would have been retarded, but at least it wasn't Zod. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Well. What was the point? Okay, so never mind. I guess I understand. I was going to say, what's the point of... Luther adding his own blood to Doomsday. What? The blood of my blood. I don't. I, it, it's like an old ritual thing. I don't. It, it, I don't <laughs> see. It has nothing to do with the DC comics, so I, can, I don't even know how to comment on that. It really made no sense. It, it didn't. It's like I guess. I guess for him to have complete, you know, control of that Kryptonian ship. I mean, I know he got it by overriding with Zod's fingerprints or whatever, and using Zod's dead body to get it. But eh. overall, yeah. man. Yeah, that that part was stupid to me too. I don't see the other. Oh, go ahead. No, you're no, no, no. I was going to go to a different part of the subject here, but like like I said, Doomsday himself was badass. Like we can't deny that. Doomsday, right? Uh, But do you remember Doomsday having any kind of heat vision? Yeah, he did have. Okay, I I I couldn't remember if he did or not. Yeah, I I mean he's Kryptonian. Yeah, but like it seemed in that fight with Superman, I remember. 
it all, it was mostly physical fight, you know, punching and beating down like that. He didn't he used that shit a lot in the movie, like. Yeah. It would well, do it. He would power up, man. That shit was oh my god. That was unfucking believable. Right I didn't like at first how they were like, yeah, showing Doomsday. I was like, what is this like? Where's his spikes? Where's all this shit? He just looks like a fucking giant abomination of the Hulk. And he looked like a weird mix of the Hulk and the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And another thing before we... Uh, last thing I'll say about Doomsday. He did get the bones, but they made it seem like him getting hit by the nuclear blast is what caused him to protrude those bones. But that's how Doomsday always was, had those bones sticking out. Like and he, Well, he got more, too. He gets more every time they fight him. It's weird to me. Like every time, every time Superman in the in the in in original continuity, every time they have they go punch for punch, Superman makes bone protrude more. Right. From Doomsday's body, Whatever. like, or when the Justice League in general fights him, like they just. And that freaking guy in the army was very smart. He, like he knew more than he should as just a human. Like, he was like, oh, this guy cannot be killed because he is resisting everything we're throwing at him. Like they hit him with one bomb, and like he kind of deduced because you know how a. Uh, he can't die by the same method. Oh twice. yeah, he's unkillable. You know, you, you know the doomsday. He can only yeah, die. Yeah, he do all. That. Yeah, he just happened to. He, I'm a, I'm a fucking army general, and I'm a. I just deduced the entire alien. <laughs> it was crazy to me. <laughs> Speaking of uh, how the doomsday unkillable, that whole Krypton staff thing. You know, I was really hoping for because you know how Lois Lane threw it in that water, and yeah. she jumped in the water. Was like, I guess I'll go swimming. You know. And, yeah. I really thought Aquaman was going to show up right there. I was getting really stoked. I'm a big Aquaman fan. Yeah, I agree. That would have been, dude. That would have been the perfect fucking cameo. I would have been. I would have been stoked. I didn't even that, think of that during the movie. That would have been fucking awesome. You, you know the guy that plays uh, Aquaman? Uh, have you ever seen Jason Game of Thrones? Thrones? Yeah, He's, yeah. He was uh, that guy from Game of Thrones. Well, in like a interview with him, he said, "Well, as soon as you guys see Dawn of Justice, you guys are going to have a lot more respect for Aquaman." And that made me think. Like you said, he was going to be a bigger part in that movie. He saw him for five seconds. Like, I would have loved him to show up right there. That would have been fucking awesome. I mean, the yeah. the scene we saw with him was fucking oh, was cool. cool. Like when he did that fucking black, like sonic jump through the water or whatever the hell it was. It was oh, yeah. cool. He can supposedly swim faster than Superman can fly. Yeah, and that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I mean, nobody gives Aquaman you know credit. Just like, oh, this dude can talk to fish, man. No. I mean, I, he can do a whole lot more than talk to fit. Like he's super strong. I've seen him go punch to punch with Superman. You know, he yeah. he can go punch. He is that strong. Like Aquaman's a dick, dude. And I'm yeah, not going. He is, he is a dick. <laughs> I love him. I think he's great. I think he's a great character. Um, you know, you need to read. And I don't know if you guys you know have heard the Blackest Night. You know the Green yeah, Lantern. I know, I know of it. Yeah, I love Green Lantern. Green Lantern's my favorite. So See, I like Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern. He's my favorite Green Lantern personally. Yeah, he's he's my second. I mean, Hal Jordan's gonna be my number one. Right. But the reason um, the reason I like just sorry quick tangent, but the reason I like Kyle Rayner's because he was only a Green Lantern by chance because the Owen found you know he just happened to be the guy there when he needed him, and he still ended he up being one of the best dude. Green Lanterns, and I loved it. I just love it. Yeah, Kyle Rayner was the last hope. Um, Mm-hmm. During the time where Hal Jordan became Parallax and Green Lantern Corps is gone, mm-hmm. nothing left. The Guardians were like, "Well, fuck, here we go, last last chance." Here he is, Kyle Rayner. I, I loved it. Yeah, he's cool as fuck. I like Kyle Rayner too. And not only that, dude, like you, um, 
the constructs are, you know, through your willpower. Well, Kyle yeah. is an artist, so his constructs are limitless, dude, because he's That's always thinking. One of the graphic audio, sorry to cut you off, right, but one of the graphic audios I listened to, he was fighting another Green Lantern from, you know, like an alien Green Lantern. And that Green Lantern didn't know how to defend against Kyle Rayner's attacks because he had never seen, like, a hammer or a punching glove or a train. You know, it, he was making things that this guy had no idea was overwhelming him. And they actually yeah. made that a point. It was cool. I mean, he'll make a, he'll make a construct by using a dude with a you know a hand with a you know paintbrush. Yeah, it's come up with things that way. I think it's the neatest thing ever. And Carl Rainer, I think in is, one in one aspect of it, we were listening to one of them, and he made an entire fucking island for. <clears throat> well, oh man, what was it? It was in well shit. How Jordan recreated his city. Uh, um, his the name of his city is might make give me a blink right now. Coast City. It was right before he became Parallax because that city got destroyed and he tried to create the entire city and he went crazy and killed it. You know, you know how it goes. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, um, I got to meet the uh, writer Ron Mars who created oh, really? Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Cool oh dude. yeah. Got the first issue where Kyle Rayner, um, you know, appeared. Got that signed. Uh-huh. That would be fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, that's oh. cool as fuck. We're gonna hit up some comic cons at some point, man. Because um, actually, if you guys were to come down in in May, we got one here in um, Virginia Beach, Taiwan oh, uh, yeah. Comic Con. Actually, Ron Mars is gonna be there, the guy who created uh, Car Rainer. I would love to talk to him. I would love yeah. that. It was funny because actually, when I met him, I met him in North Carolina Comic Con a couple years ago, and it was a small little convention. You had right. um, Gail Simone there, who did uh, New Fifty Two Bat uh, Batgirl. Um, Ron Mars was there. Uh, who else was there? Um, shit. I met so many people at that con. See, those little ones are the best ones to go to because oh, it's not like yeah. a New York City where the, oh. the guys there are going to be so overwhelmed by the millions of people. They don't they don't have time to talk to you or whatever. I would love it, to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because I've actually, that was my first con I went to was New York Comic Con. When I go back, uh, yeah, but... I probably won't go there to get you know signatures or nothing because no. it's a pain in the ass. You're waiting in line for six hours to meet one person. I, I had to wait two hours to meet Jeff Johns and uh, Jim Lee. And you met him and you talked to him what for five seconds? And here, sign this. Less than that. <laughs> yeah, sign this. That's weird because I heard that Jim Lee actually spends time like yeah, but he spends minutes talking I'm, to people. I'm sure he does, but well, when you're at New York Comic Con, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's a fair point. And and way it was, and this was back in like 2010, dude. <laughs> that's how long right. it was. How um, how they had set up the panel, they had set it up right in the middle of, like, the whole con. You had, so, when you came in through the gates, you had the gaming station. You had Marvel side. You had this side over here, whatever the hell was over here. And DC was in that walkway. They could not be missed. <laughs> you could not, you know, you couldn't miss them at all. And that was the problem, because, like, say... And the way they had it set up, it was kind of like a, it was it was squared off. Right. So you had all this walkway right here in this middle of the intersection. So your writer's uh, tables were here, 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 and here. So, yeah, north side, you know, north, south, east, and west. Right. For people who are listening, they can't see me right now. Yeah, you know, showing I can't see her here, 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 and here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you had north, south, east, and west for this, you know, block. And this is, again, middle of an intersection. So you're in a line to meet a writer on say the east end, so that it's wrapped around in this middle of the walkway. You got people who are like, you can't be in the walkway. Like, what the fuck? Where the hell am I supposed to stand? <laughs> exactly. And I literally missed out 
um, two hours of the con because I was in line, you know, wanting to meet Jim Johns, my my favorite writer, and you know, Jim Lee, we all know is a phenomenal artist. Well, to be honest, you probably are gl- you would have rather wasted those two hours to meet them than to not have meet them at all. I see. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I, exactly. I would give up that if I could meet Akira Toriyama that created Dragon Ball Z. I would I would waste my entire trip to fucking Comic Con waiting to meet that guy. Yeah, for sure. I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Like I yeah. buy so much. <laughs> I, yeah, really. Like, <laughs> who isn't? How, how old are you? How old are you, Lane? I'm 26. Oh, so you, yeah, we're in the era, you know, Dragon Ball Z. I'm 28 years old. Dude, yeah. you're what? You're, 20, you're 25. I turned 26 this year. Uh, see, you're in the That's era my, too, man. Right. Good. I love it. But. It wasn't until he came back around though that I got real back into Dragon Ball Z because I, I used to watch. Yeah, like I watched it when I was younger in like fifth grade when it came out, but like and I quit like right after Boo Saga. <laughs> I and quit. I just, like you quit packs of cigarettes. <laughs> like I just didn't watch it anymore, and then he came back around oh probably five years ago, and mm-hmm. and he was talking about how much he liked it. And I was like, I love that shit. I just haven't watched it. And he's like, We need to watch all of it. And we just. And even Amber, DJ's wife, loved it, too. We're watching Dragon Ball Super. We're caught up with that right now, too. It's fucking awesome. Oh, I haven't even watched anything with Super yet. It's good. Like it, It's not as good yeah, as Dragon Ball Z, but it's cool. It's, it's really fucking cool. crazy. Very interesting stuff happening. Right. Well, to get back Yeah, we need to get track. back. We talked about... Yeah. Let's see. We talked <laughs> about... Uh, yeah, we, talk, we talked about... And we talked about the, the fight scene, and we talked about Martha's. Yeah. We talked about the Justice League cameos. We didn't go into too much. Uh, that cyborg cameo was fucking badass. Oh, that was to me. That was the best one. That yeah. bad, had to be the most accurate thing. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. That yeah. thing. I don't know anything about it, but I heard. I was reading a thing today that said that that little box floating in the corner. That's the mother box, if I'm correct. Well, the um, it's one of the boxes that you know creates the boom to open up the side, the world of dark side coming to to the world to. You know, to Earth One, whatever Earth this is, and he has and Cyborg has right. everything to do with that. Uh, the yeah, pretty much. He he can you know create the the boom boxes to go into that world. So so yeah, and so that it, so what's a boom tube? That's the boom tube. Yes, that's what I was going to. Um, is basically like the. Kind of like a uh, wormhole between Apocalypse to Earth One or whatever Earth they want to consider this movie to be in. So right, they could do that. That that's a, another thing with DC. They could make it Earth 165.A if they want. You know. Yeah, that's, so we don't know what Earth this is. Barry so. Barry Allen's cameo to Bruce Wayne. What do you think that shit was all about? Do you think he was coming through a boom tube, or do you think it was a premonition or a nightmare, or a time travel, he, or time traveling? Time travel. I think he. Um, I think that was more of a you know break into the speed force if anybody knows anything about the speed force yeah yeah right so that was i think that was what it was like i think he ran so hard he got into the speed force i mean we don't know we don't know exactly right i I agree because one of the the graphic audio listened to it was it went to very it was a crisis on infinite earths when he when uh when he dies and right before Barry Allen dies, he was in the Speed Force, and the way they describe it in that was almost exactly the way he looked in that scene. Like he was like struggling to stay there, and he was like, because he kept getting he kept getting thrown to other places, and I feel like that that was a I feel like that's what happened. I agree yeah. with you. All right, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I didn't like. Have you ever played Injustice: Gods Among Us? Love that game. Great game. Uh, they're supposed really to. Like. I guess the Flash is supposed to have that outfit. Mm-hmm. 
but it looked more mechanical to me in that scene. Like, it didn't look like... Like, if you didn't know that it was the... Like, my girlfriend or DJ's wife, neither of them knew that that was the Flash. And they watched the Flash. They know who the Flash is, but they didn't know. We had to tell them. You know, it wasn't too obvious unless you already knew. It didn't even look like Ezra Miller, did it? No, I mean, it was weird. I don't know. That scene was strange. I don't. I don't. His because like his helmet like came down over his head after. It was weird to me. I don't. I don't know if I liked that outfit. I guess. I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that yeah. one. I mean, I, I. I would say I agree with you on that one, but I, it's kind of hard to say because you really you didn't get much to look at. You know right. I mean? Yeah, I agree. Right. I could be completely. It just could have been in all the hectic. Like, I, I could be completely wrong of how I perceived him, but. Yeah, I mean it, it's that's just like it was like a dream sequence, but it was also I don't right. can't I don't I have no idea. That's <laughs> that was the problem with that movie too. It's like we didn't know what the hell was going on. Bruce Wayne wakes up, oh shit, you know I woke up. Right. I, I don't recall Flash having the power to go into people's dreams, but whatever. It could have been a yeah. premonition. You know what I mean? Like could have been. It could be something that he's gonna see later. And then, but he was saying, uh, he he was saying to Bruce Wayne was uh, Lois is the key, right? Was that what he was saying? Um, He's like Lois Lane is the key. Lois is the key. Again, there, there's my whole point. Lois saved the day. Right. <laughs> it's like, have you ever seen the Ninja Turtles movie? Not the newest one. No, you I, haven't. It's basically just the Megan Fox show. That's all it is. Yeah. It's Megan Fox. Dude, only she she film. literally delivers the final blow in that movie. None of the turtles yeah. do. Yeah. Really? It's stupid. It's fucking dumb. Sorry if that's a spoiler for you, but. I don't, I don't really give a shit. But, uh, I mean, am I the only guy on the face of the earth that doesn't think Megan Fox is the hottest thing ever watched? No, I agree with I, you. I, I, I agree, too. I don't think she She's is. She's hot, don't get me wrong, but there's plenty of other women out there I'd rather have. <laughs> <laughs> I got called gay at work because of that shit. They're like, you're gay. I'm like, dude, she has, like, toe thumbs. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the end of the movie. Uh, let's see here. Hang on. We talked about Zod being dark. Host for Doomsday. Doomsday. We didn't like that. We, can, uh, we all unanimously hate the fact that Zod was the Doomsday host. Right? Yes, that's that's unanimous here anyway. But, um, so, alright, Batman's fight scene, his final fight scene. The the one we saw in the trailer, the newest trailer, you know, when, the, when he was saving Martha, that fight scene. Oh, in the warehouse? Or yeah, which, yeah. Whenever, yeah whenever, whenever Alfred was like, I'm going to drop you on the second floor. Yeah, that, that was cool. That, that was yeah. fucking badass. That made the whole movie for me because I was worried they weren't going to put it in there. Yeah, that was really. I think that was the saving grace of that movie, to be completely honest. It's crazy. It's sad to say when you have superpowers such as Wonder Woman, Superman, and Doomsday in a movie, and Batman's fight scene against humans was the best fight in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Like. Okay. And um, I don't know if you had this on your pinpoint um thing, but you know me as a musician, Deej. Right. You've never. Well, we've known each other for what over ten years now, and we met on Halo Xbox Live. Yeah, <laughs> it's what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we do. We used to have conversations like we would just like leave our headsets connected and we just like talk like on the phone. Right. Do you remember we were like going over like Craigslist shit? <laughs> yeah. We were looking at like uh uh oh shit what was it men we'll seeking women and women seeking yeah. men on or Craigslist. in your case men seeking men men seeking men <laughs> it was funny it's fucked dude we would laugh our asses off with that shit. I, uh, my old guitarist's wife was on there one time. We found it. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, you, you were getting to a point about you're a musician. Yeah, something about... um, the music in that movie. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was weird. That whole Doomsday fight scene 
that music. That was like, what? What are you trying to do? Are we? Are we reliving you know, Amazing Spider-Man two with the dubstep shit? Come on, stop. Yeah, it was, dude. I don't know where. Did you see it in IMAX? No, I well, I got well, sort of. I saw it in some like Cinemark XD, 3D, some spectacular shit. I don't know. It was pretty cool. That but... shit it was so fucking loud. Yeah, the yeah we saw it. Loud. It was loud in our theater, too. It was, like, ridiculous. You feel loud. it in your chest, boom and boom. boom. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was unreal. Like, he, Lane says to me, he's like, open your bunch of crunch before the movie starts, because if you open that plastic, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> like that, because it crinkles. I hate that shit. And as soon as the movie started, I was like, I was like, I don't think you're gonna hear me open that plastic, dude. <laughs> I was like, like I agree. <laughs> That, that, and th- there was like a baby in our theater, and we were worried that we were going to hear that. I don't think there was even a possibility of us hearing that baby cry. Nope. Nope. Not even once. But Yeah, that's where it's... See, I didn't really think about it to know, but it wasn't the best soundtrack. They could have done a whole lot better. That when, when Lex was walking like down the hallway, they had this like weird fucking jumpy piano off-key type shit. And I was like... I, I noticed, I was like, wow, that's weird sounding. Like, I didn't enjoy it. Whatever. Yeah, it was really, really, really stupid. Really stupid music in that. Uh, I was like, if anybody was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to Target, go buy the Batman vs Superman soundtrack," just slap them. Yeah, smack the shit out of their hands. Like, <laughs> I saw it at Walmart. Take today, this Bieber actually. album, you'll be better. Off. You were... Yeah, it was on sale. It was they had a whole? It's already on sale. Yeah, ten five dollars. <laughs> um, but yeah, that fight scene, Batman's fight scene, that like, it 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 pretty much bring that the dark the video game out to out to real life for me because that that is how you would be if you you know you break into a room in the game and you beat all their asses that is exactly the way it was exactly it was brutal it, it, it really was and that's what i was going to earlier you know we were talking about it um he was getting knocked down like you said he wasn't invincible yeah. he got hit yeah. it made batman believable mm-hmm. and and i if anybody's listening to this i really really hope you people can look past the whole Ben Affleck, you know, all terrible actor. He wasn't a terrible actor. He was great as Batman, and, and I think people need to really see it. I've been saying for this since the movie was I announced, had zero qualms about him being that Batman. he's going to kill it. That, uh, he's yeah. and people bitch, dude. But think about how many people bitched about fucking Jer- or, uh, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger. Oh, I agree. Yeah, you know what I mean. But... Tons, and then they fucking now he's the greatest Joker they ever had on screen. Like. What do you think about Leto? I, n- I never asked you. You think Leto's going to be good? No, but you know <laughs> it was kind of convincing on the um, on the newest Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah. yeah, that laugh was pretty yeah. good. Hell yeah, it was good. Dude. Yeah, it's. I have high hopes for Leto's Joker, and I know Ben Affleck's making a cameo appearance in that movie. Because he needs a little bit more. Well, hopefully that movie's going to be good. Because it looks good, but it, it might be one of those movies where all the good shit we saw in the trailer already. That's you know? what I have a feeling that's going to happen, dude. I mean, but then again, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah. I remember when this is completely off subject here, but Kingsman. I thought that movie was going to be the stupidest movie. Everybody ever did. That movie got terrible ratings. It came onto Netflix as soon as it hit DVD. But that movie is fucking amazing. <laughs> I went and saw it, and I was like, man. This movie's been phenomenal. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. It had one, probably one of the most original concepts for, like, villain, you know, Spies. spies and villain. I was like, that is fucking crazy. I like, can't wait till the second one comes out. Yeah. That dude, one of that, the, the Taron Egerton, the lead guy, I don't know how you are in Star Wars, but he's one of the uh, the ones in the running for the Han Solo origin film. Yeah, young Han Solo. Really? Yeah. Really? He's, that like, is... one of the top three. I can see it. 
Oh, I don't know if you guys are a big Star Wars fan. Are well, you? that's cool, dude. We, we're having a Star Wars special on here, too. We can get you May back on here. be with yes, you. Please, please. It's going to be May 4th. Ah, uh, beautiful. Yeah, I'll yeah. be I'll be home. All right. I'll, be, I'll probably wear my uh, my Sith Lord costume in this up. Uh, but I know people won't see it, but you guys will. Yeah, that's hey, that's fine, man. I, I like it. I'll, that'll be great. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna do. How, what did you like? Do you like? Did you like the Force Awakens? Oh, I loved it, dude. Fuck yeah, that's I awesome. Ab- absolutely loved it. I mean, a lot of people had their own little, you know, little problems with it. I mean, I'm gonna be the first one to say, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people will agree with me, and probably done the same thing too. When Han Solo died, everybody cried. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna I, lie, I had a little tear. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it was sad. It was very sad. <laughs> So we can't say we can't we have to we can't say straight to off subject here. Um, yeah. This you know is for our Batman vs Superman special. So the, the we got the fight scene yeah. covered. Uh, we one of the big things Lane and I had a problem with in the trailer for every time we watched it. Mostly me. I bitched about it every single day. Yeah, it was in the in the trailer. Whenever you you get that line like, "Oh, is she with you?" Oh, I thought she was with you. And you oh, see Batman yeah. holding a gun. It looked like it was a real machine gun. I'm like, I swear to God, if Batman has live rounds in that thing, I'm going to be pissed. Because no Batman except for... Frank Miller. Frank Miller's Batman wielded a gun. And he didn't do it that often. No, it was when Thomas Wayne was Batman. Yeah, Thomas Wayne did it. Thomas Wayne Batman had a gun. Flashpoint Paradox. Yes, that one. But but it was okay. It was just a kryptonite canister, so... I was... but speaking of guns, and you know, in the dream sequence, he was shooting people. It's like, calm the fuck up, dude. Right, but yeah. also, Superman incinerated, the, like when he was tied up on those chains like that. Superman walks in and incinerates the guy to the left and incinerates the guy to the right. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, okay, it was a dream. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he. That shit, so po- supposedly, that's in my bottom talk points here, um, like Easter eggs and references, I, I put it under. They had supposedly that. Superman in that nightmare thing whenever he was talking about Lois's death mm-hmm. and uh, supposedly that came straight from Injustice which I don't remember but yeah, um, I guess that was something which is really cool like I like that yeah because that's why the Batman in, in Injustice that that Superman was going crazy because Joker did some shit or something like oh, was it, wasn't it Injustice yeah. Like, yeah yeah I think you're right but uh yeah, the insurgents too with them mm-hmm. as well so. And those parademons too, from that same yeah. scene, those uh, those those fucking flying creatures. Yeah, those no, are from Apocalypse. Yeah. yeah. And if you saw when um when Batman was on that hill, you saw, you saw the, the Omega, Omega symbol. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is you know Dark Side symbol yep. that he uses. So. In that trailer, that last trailer they put out, they showed that scene for like literally two seconds. You had to like pause it to really see it, but it showed it, and I was like, <laughs> "That's the fucking Omega symbol." That and DJ showed it to me, and I'm like, "Holy shit, that's fucking that's a fucking Dark Side." And that's what, and that brings us to our last talk point at the top. At the end of the movie, Lex was talking about Darkseid, correct? Um, when he was I, in his jail cell, something like that. I mean, I kind of lost. Like focus. he's coming. He was like, he's gonna, he's gonna come. He's gonna get all of us. And he's so coming, and he's hungry. And yeah, see, I that's... thought he was talking about Doomsday still, but that's no. Darkseid. How does he? But how, does Lex Luthor have any ties to Dark? I don't understand how he would know that. No, unless he had one of those uh, those boxes. Yeah, I mean, Darkseid's a new god. He's one of the new gods, right? He's he's I considered mean, a god, Darkseid. I mean, if you want to consider him a god, yeah, but I mean, he's always been that way. He's always been that dude. He's just yeah. that dude. He's like your Thanos of the Marvel world. I personally believe he would rape Thanos' butthole. Oh, dude. Darkseid's <laughs> a mean dude. Yeah, he's... 
<laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to see him live action. Have you ever seen? I know. Uh, have you ever seen that that movie of Superman when he's walking up the dark side? He goes, "I've lived in a world where I have to be very careful. It's like I'm living in a world of paper, but now I'm given one of these rare opportunities where I don't have to hold back." And he just beats the shit out of Dark Side. Like, have you ever seen that movie? Uh, is it one like the animated films? Yeah. Which one? I mean, I've, I cannot I've, remember the name of the movie. It's funny because I'm not really big on Superman, but you know, I know his villains like most of the villains, like his main ones. Yeah, see, because it's funny because a lot of Superman's main villains always seep over to Justice League. So that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I had always had a funny joke about Justice League. Um, it's like Superman just kind of goes off, you know, like okay, guys, you take care of it. And, you know, Justice League gets their ass whooped. Batman, you know, pretty much is like second in command. Right. You know, ass whoop. Everybody's all like, oh man, what are we going to do here? Come Superman out of nowhere all untouched and... I got this. It's like, I got this, guys. I got this. Right. I mean, <laughs> you know, you get you a little sparring practice here, guys. I got this. Don't worry. I hope we see a Martian Manhunter in these Justice League movies because he's a huge part of the Justice League. Like, uh, he does a, you know, he does a lot of, he can simultaneously sync everybody's minds together so they can hear everybody, they can hear all their thoughts no matter where they are on the planet. And that's how they but, keep in touch, and I hope that we see that. I would like to see that, but is it the right time? And with this movie being the way it is right now, they're going to take a long time to introduce other characters. I, I think they are. I hear. I mean, rumor has it that Green Lantern is not even going to be put into. Like, he might be a end cameo of Justice League Part One, and then he'll be in Part Two. Yeah, because they're doing uh, doing Green Lantern Corps in twenty twenty. I'm not mistaken. That would be awesome, dude. I cannot wait. So, rumor has it, I don't know what your thoughts on him, but what are your thoughts on Tyrese Gibson as Jon Stewart? I mean, anybody playing Jon Stewart would be better than <laughs> Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern. Not that not that Ryan Reynolds was a bad Green Lantern as a Hal Jordan, but... But Hal Jordan's not comedic like that. He is. He is, actually. He He's very dry, but... Ryan Reynolds made him more goofy comedy, yeah. like like, yeah. you know, like I know uh, Hal Jordan had a problem with being a drunk too in some of the in some of his adaptations. He had a drinking problem, and but I don't, I don't know. I just don't think Ryan Reynolds was made to be Hal Jordan. No, he was it, made it, for Deadpool. I think uh, Bradley Cooper would probably been a good. Hell one. yeah, I I yeah, that's a I, I can see that because he does he he can bring comedy without it being that kind of goofy comedy like. I agree, but I. He's built for it. Yeah. So like, how Jordan's probably just like more quippy than. Yeah. Pretty he, much. And, and, any bald black guy can play John Stewart. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, know, you can you can have Wesley Snipes play as John Stewart. Except for fucking have... probably Kevin Hart. Well, no. Kevin Hart's five foot two. <laughs> yeah. If I have to hear his nasally voice as John Stewart. I, I mean, ugh, dude. Imagine him saying the Green Lantern fucking chant, whatever the fucking. <laughs> Highest day and blackest night, who shall escape my sight? Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Dude, have you have you listened to any of our previous episodes at all? I've listened to one, and I guess you guys don't have it really advertised on Facebook or something. That's how I saw that one day it was on your Facebook. Right. Oh shit! They had a podcast and gave it a listen. Did you listen to the the intro? We have that Green Lantern chant in the intro. No, I didn't. Let it, I probably probably skipped over it just to hear it, and then oh, I the went. Intro's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah you should well, check that out. It's awesome. I'm yeah. sure you're going to listen to yourself on the podcast, see how it went. No, no. Release no, it. Not, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to definitely listen to it a lot more because uh, it was really cool. And I was like, oh, shit, the DJ's a damn, you know, 
Well, for I, the most part, most of our episodes consist of a lot of like the Flash and Arrow like Walking episode Dead. and theories, and then we do like Walking Dead stuff and like this in particular. You know what I mean? It was the biggest movie. It was our most anticipated movie of the year, so we're definitely gonna do do that. And you know, we always have like nerd news sections and things like that. We whatever news we find out during the week, we do at the beginning of the show. And but if you like read our descriptions, you can you can fast forward to. Yeah. Like, like if you if you don't watch say Flash but you watch Arrow, you can skip the Flash segment and go to the Arrow segment. Like, oh right on. We yeah. try to make it so because we talk about six different topics in one episode. You know, I, we would hate for you to have to sit through five topics that you don't care about to wait to listen to one that you do. So we try to make it more user friendly, I should say. And I know we, I mean, we got a pretty um, big um, upcoming you know movie list for things. <laughs> oh my god, There's th- this is a great year for movies. I cannot wait. It's a good year yeah. to be a nerd, that's for sure. I will say, as to compare, I liked Man of Steel better than Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, but it was definitely a better movie. Man, Man of Way Steel better. was... That was where your point came in, which was weird. Man of Steel was a lot of action right away. Like There wasn't yeah. a whole lot of... There was some story, but just the right amount. But then they completely changed their whole way during Batman vs. Superman. It was way more story than action. It was weird. I hear you. I'm going to quote my friend exactly what he said. Let me find his sex message. And um, I couldn't couldn't argue with him. He says, um, I asked him, I said, how'd you like it? He said, Luther sucked. <laughs> Music was annoying as hell. Ben Affleck was sweet. Wonder Woman ruled. Some really good scenes, but it's like they put 5,000 pounds of, of shit in a two-pound bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they did. They packed a lot of movie into two and a half hours. But like I said, though, at, at the moment, how we feel now about it could very well change based on how well they do the Justice League movies. It, yeah, it could change. There's another podcast that I listened to. Um, they hated Man of Steel. Absolutely destroyed that movie. They picked it apart left and right. But I was listening to it today, and their, ba- and their Batman vs. Superman review, which was, of course, extremely negative. They hated everything about it, which I was expecting. But they said that this movie releasing made Man of Steel, like, it changed their grade from a, a D to an A. Like, they said the Man of Steel looks like in, uh, the best movie ever in comparison to this, which I don't agree with, but I, I did like it better. Um, that fight with Superman and Zod, though, in that Man of Steel movie, I, I love that fucking fight, dude. That fight. Where they leveled Metropolis to basically nothing. Right. Dude, like the, the Avengers had to fight an entire army of alien race to get to that kind of destruction. <laughs> I mean, just think of what the taxpayers had to pay. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. See, in the, <laughs> but the thing that they never put in movies that they, like in the comic books and stuff, the Justice League actually does help with that shit. You know, like at the end of a crisis, Flash yeah. will go run around and save people. They'll, they'll, they'll help rebuild. The Justice League is very commonly known for helping helping doing that. I just say, alright, bye, take care of this yourself. Like the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, guys. So, you know, that's Sorry why we, we got fucked it all up. Yeah, okay, we got Civil War coming, but... Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for Civil War. Yeah, it looks good. Spider-Man looks awesome. Oh, I, uh, I guess it's me. I, I mean, have you not noticed, like, in, and this is, again, we're off subject, but this okay. is what we do, I guess. Yeah. That's what we do. Um, the whole everybody's suit in the Marvel universe is always dark. They're like dark, you know, like this heavy armor looking clothes. Here comes Spider Man CGI, bright as hell. 
Yeah, I loved it though. You didn't, you didn't see him on the roof. Nobody saw him on the roof because I mean, yeah, they he, missed him. They was pretty much glowing. Yeah. Miss him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think he's gonna be awesome. I love his animated eyes and like the way they close. Like, yeah. Um, see, I'm, I mean, maybe that's not final form. You know, like that, that sounds like from Dragon Ball Z, but maybe that's not like a final like finished product. You know what I mean? Well, I do know that at some point we're gonna see Iron Spider. Uh, Iron Man's gonna help him create that. And uh, so Spider-Man is personally my favorite superhero between Marvel and DC. I just love Spider-Man. Uh, everything about Spider-Man is awesome to me. I'd say my favorite uh, Spider-Man comes from the Ultimate Universe, which is the Miles Morales. Spider-Man. The black, the black suit. Yeah, the black, uh, the black kid, the half mixed, the mixed kid. He's uh, half Hispanic and half black. Uh, he got his obviously radioactive spider. But his uncle stole some stuff from Oscorp in the Ultimate Universe, and he went to hang out with his uncle when the spider that got out got into the bag bit Miles Morales and has powers like Spider-Man, but a little bit different. Right. But yeah, black suit, red, black and red. That's oh, cool. I can't wait, man. I see, but I people hated on it, but I loved Amazing Spider-Man too. I loved that movie so you much. Like the second one? I did. But here, here let me explain why. Please, please do. I don't think that that guy played a good Peter Parker. I don't think he was nice. made... Peter Parker's supposed to be nerdy and weird. This guy was not... He was a skateboarding kid. Like, he was smart, but he didn't play that nerdy role to me. But when he... That fight scene with him and him and Electro was fucking off, awesome. Like, that fight scene was fucking dope as fuck. How can you deny that? Besides the dubstep shit. Well, just pretend there's no music in the movie. <laughs> just watch the movie. <laughs> <Let's do. laughs> pretend I'm deaf for, like, five minutes. But, like, but the way that... Uh, the way they were portraying his spidey senses was awesome. When he was shooting, shooting electricity up those stairs, and Spider-Man was grabbing his lady's hand off the stairs, and she, you know, he, it was cool how they portrayed it. But I hated Rhino. I hated how they did that. A fucking <laughs> robot. Fucking kidding me. That shit pissed well, me. Well, in Ultimate, in the Ultimate Universe, he, uh, he actually had a mechanical one. See, but that's my problem with these superhero movies is they're gonna take a Spider-Man from this universe and cr- mix it with his villain from this universe. I don't. I don't like how they're doing that. I don't. But you gotta accept it, I guess. <laughs> that's that's true. That's very true. But I liked Amazing Spider-Man too, and people can eat my ass. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, but uh, <laughs> sure. Sure, <laughs> you know, first one was great. I love the first one. I just like the, the fight was... scenes more or less. Like the continuity was bad, but I do like the fight scenes in that movie. Yeah, I, I look. I look. Forward. And Green Goblin was awesome. That has how Green Goblin should be. You know, he actually yeah. does transform into a, a goblin-like creature, not like in the first one where he just wore a suit and thing. You know, that, uh, amazing William Defoe. <laughs> Willem Defoe. You know what? This is funny to me. Um, there's a scene in the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. It's like when the Thanksgiving scene, and I don't know why. Still to this day, I laugh so hard. It's when William Defoe comes to Peter's apartment. He goes, "Oh, hey, I brought a fruit cake." <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why that seems so funny. Yeah, well, just hearing William Defoe say that, I guess it's kind of funny. <laughs> I guess it just sounds like he's like, "Hey, I brought this fruitcake with me," you know, like some dude or something. You know, just you just have to like go back when you go back and watch that movie and you see that scene, you're probably gonna laugh. And they didn't even eat that fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only if Thanksgiving stayed, you know, around very long, right that right. day. I don't even. But right. I can't wait to see. Like Civil War trailer looks awesome. I can't wait to see that. All right. So. We have a few 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 things, closing thoughts. 
Um, do you Death watch of- Walking Dead? Sorry, real quick. Um, yeah, but I haven't really watched the second part of the season so far. Right. I watched all of, like, the first yeah. half. I wanted to make... Go ahead. I just wanted oh, okay. To um, so, the Death of Superman storyline, we touched on that briefly. I don't know much about it. I'm wearing the shirt right now as a Superman. Um, See, as, like... Uh, so I don't know if some of our listeners know, but... It's very misleading saying the death of Superman because when he does fight Doomsday, he goes into a, like a like a, a recovery stasis. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't actually die; he just goes into this this comatose state where he just heals himself and like. Yeah. It's more, he's taking a nap. Don't worry. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's pretty much all it is. He had a hard, like, had a hard day at work. You well, know? Yeah. <laughs> the very end, though, we saw how the dirt rose on his coffin. Yeah. That was a little hint, you know, like. I think it was better than him like throwing his fist through the coffin. Like it was, it was more subtle. You had to be paying attention. Well, it'd be kind of stupid if you were like, oh, well, Superman's dead, but you see a little, you know, teaser poster for Justice League, and there's Superman right in the right. middle. Right. See, any fan will know, though, that he, you know, he does get killed by Doomsday, but he doesn't actually die. He just goes into this coma-type thing. <laughs> like I said, he had a bad day at work. <laughs> have you, have, what was that? We watched Frank Miller's Re- Dark Knight Returns. Have you seen that animated film? Beautiful. Man, great. I mean, the comic book's great, too. But... When... Remember in the movie when he hits Superman with that nuke, or like nu- Superman takes the nuke up into space, and he gets all shriveled up like that? Yeah. They brought that right into Batman vs Superman. Yeah, there was a few things, even like that uh, that suit that Batman had. Was right. Pretty much, it was pretty much. Those are, I think those are like the only two real references to that to that movie. But I loved and how they like, did that to him. Not only that, uh, Batman's suit in general was the Frank Miller. Yeah. You know, yeah, suit. that was that's why I like it so much because like, you know the gray suit and. It's just cool. Yeah, I was hoping for Batman to grab Superman's throat and said, "I just want you to remember that I am the man, the only man to have defeated you, or whatever." And I yeah. was waiting for that scene. But yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah, that would be cool too. <laughs> I would have <laughs> gave me chills bad. right there. But Batman, he, he's pretty much unstoppable. Dude, that scene when Batman uh, he tied his bat his uh, fucking thing around Batman Superman's foot and he like pressed the button and he was pulling him and fucking swung, swung him through all those pillars. That shit was fucking badass. <laughs> I mean, he's the only one to ever do that, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, to be fair, he could not have done it without that kryptonite. And he, there's no, no way he would have been able... He was he was getting shoved around by Superman up until he hit him with that kryptonite dust. It's kind of like walking onto, like, um, you know, oncoming traffic on the interstate and just say, hey, semi-truck, stop. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Superman pushed him at first, he just goes like this, and Batman... Yeah. I love it. That's that some good. yeah, that's some crazy shit. They didn't, you know, what they didn't do. I did not see from the trailer where he get, catches that fucking. He did it. Did he? Yeah, he he caught it, and then that was that was the second time he hit him with kryptonite. Oh, okay. Okay. See, now I don't know if you know this, Brandon, or not, but the the ultimate edition, the Blu-ray, it's like coming out in July, mm-hmm. and it's three hours long. So they added a half hour to the movie, and it's Just also going to be rated R. Okay, I mean that might make the movie worth it. Yeah. We'll have to see, I mean, it depends. If the half hour is all a half hour of all talking, then it's just gonna add to all the talking we already have. Yeah, let's. I guess it's something. Something with uh, who the fuck is Jenna Malone? I don't know. Is she a character? I guess so. I guess she was supposed to be in the movie and they cut her out. So people are thinking that maybe I don't know what she does or who the fuck she is, but. I remember myself, so I'm looking her up. Uh... I know that uh, while you're doing that, that scene when Superman was weakened and Batman was punching him in the face, 
and then Superman started getting his strength back, and he he was punching him. His head wasn't even moving, and his gauntlet was like crushing in his. Head. Yeah, that shit was crazy too. I mean, it was it wrong? It needs to be. It's gonna get. Next one's gonna be good. Oh, she was supposed to be Barbara Gordon. Um, oh, okay. I they wonder, didn't even I have. If she would be Oracle, or if she would be Barbara Gordon. If they she didn't even. They didn't even touch or... on fucking Jim Gordon in, the, yeah, in that movie at all. I didn't yeah. even think of that. Did you? Um, I actually saw who uh, Jim Gordon is gonna be in uh, the cool. Justice League film. Yeah, dude from uh, J.J. Simmons. Yeah, Spider Man. Oh yeah, we saw. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we knew that. So that's dope. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's I think you'll be fine. Uh, and you ever watch Breaking Bad? I uh, I've watched bits and pieces. I do like I said. I've really had no time. For <laughs> you know, you know. Do you remember Mike or the bald, the bald older guy that was working for Gus? No. <laughs> well, he he voiced uh, Gordon in the video games. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I try to I try to read a lot, man, or or I'm playing music or right, right, you know, other things, but. But yeah. anyway, the final note we had, which doesn't appeal to you because you didn't watch Walking Dead, but I'll do it for our listeners. Uh, the person who plays Maggie, uh, Lauren Cohan, and the upcoming uh, villain in the series, uh, Negan, who we're going to be getting next week, um, he, they play Batman's parents in this movie, Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah, I thought it was Which funny. is pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Two, Two characters out of Walking Dead and their enemies in show were married, Batman's parents. That's weird. That is, that is weird. I would have never... I didn't see, you know, obviously. I know who Lauren Cohen is, so... Right. Right. But, yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was uh, uh, Thomas Wayne, and he's going to be premiering on The Walking Dead next week for the finale. Nice. Right, so I, I, which I, I heard, that's that's kind of stupid. You're going to bring Negan on the last episode of the season. See, but that's Walking Dead's famous for leaving you with fucking goddammit. Like, <laughs> they make you want to watch the next episode. So yeah, it's it, I'm very dude. I've I've I'm more excited waiting, to see so. Negan live oh. action than I'm than I ever will be for an, any other villain. Like except for Majin Buu, <laughs> I would love to. Have nice. <laughs> but uh, all right. So if we have to ask you, what is your overall rating for this movie? Like if you had to give this movie, say out of ten, yeah, like your your review. I'm gonna be nice and give it like a, a six and a half. Right. Just because. I, I, it took this long to make, and you know, the storyline kind of sucked. So let's be honest. Yeah, if if you're anything like me, I I had way higher expectations than they gave me. Like my expectations were absolutely. I think that's part of the reason I didn't enjoy it as much because I did have way too high hopes for it. It's like me telling you, hey, this is the best burger I've ever had, and you're like, holy shit, it's the best burger he's ever had. But then you go and try it, you're like, hey, it was all right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and with the title, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice... Like, Four or five shit. minutes. <laughs> There's about to be some Dawn of Justice. Some justice is about to get served around here, and, and that didn't happen. No. I felt like there was no justice served. It just felt like a shit fest. Like, I felt like I went to a courtroom, and someone just, like, threw a stink bomb down, and everybody had to leave. Right. Oh, yeah. No, no justice given. Right. All right, so what's your rating, then, Lane? I mean, I'll, I'll give it, like, a 7.5, just because... That's what that, I was going to say. That fight scene was unparalleled to me. Like, it was so short, but when they fought Doomsday, Wonder, watching Wonder Woman kick ass like that, and then watching them, Doomsday was raping them, dude. It was awesome. It was so cool. Yeah, I was actually going to give it the exact same rating. Uh, took the words right out of my mouth. That's, <laughs> hey, it's all right, man. I, like I said, we liked it just that yeah, a little bit. We also saw it in IMAX, so I don't know. Well, but you said you saw it in 3D, so I don't know how that was. I mean, it was cool. Um, was it unnecessary? 
Yeah. <laughs> There's some movies where the 3D is just not necessary. Like, I mean, I saw it because it was the early, like, earliest time. It was six o'clock, right? Right. Right. We saw Force Awakens in 3D in our terrible, oh, in so our terrible cool, Du Bois still great theater, though. but it was still awesome. Uh, yeah, I saw. Uh, how many times did you guys see it? Just once. I saw it just on. Where he has it pre-ordered in the deep, coming in Blu-ray. I can't. <laughs> you saw it three times. Three times. Hey, Amen. See, I like Star Wars, but I am not. I. I love Star Wars, but I'm not the hugest, and I'm not a Star Wars fucking fanatic kind of. You know, I like it, but that's not my number one thing. I don't even know how we're gonna structure the show on May fourth. We're gonna do something though. Yeah, uh, I can't wait yeah, for Rogue One. Do you know anything about Rogue One? No, I, I'm I'm kind of going in blind, and I and I want to go in blind for it. I don't you don't want to know no, anything that we know. No, okay. Don't want to know nothing. Just want to kind of go in blind, dude. All right. And, you know, and it's I, well by the time it comes out, I'll probably know a lot. <laughs> but you uh, know where it takes what when it takes place at least. And it's, it's like you know before all this shit, you know, not, yeah. not it's awakens, but um, if, yeah, well, think, like you'll see Darth Vader again. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. in the, the you know. Galactic Empire era. Yeah, so. I can't wait, dude. I cannot fucking wait. Yeah, that's that's gonna be all. I heard it's gonna be like darker and definitely more interesting. So, but, I mean, yeah, at least so. they'll give us a gap in between, like you know, episode eight and stuff like that. Yeah, and then they have fucking. There's gonna there's, what? There's supposed to be a new Star Wars movie every year for the next like fucking oncoming years. There's no, there's no end to them as far as we know. Okay. I'm yeah, okay I'm fine with that too. Yeah, I, I have faith I just, in Disney because Force Awakens was great. So yeah, Force I just Awakens. picked this up um, the other day, and and I've been hearing a lot of good things. It's, it takes place. It's called um, Lost Stars. I just started reading it today, oh. and it's uh, pretty good. I mean, it takes place right. That's part of the uh, aftermath series, right? Yeah, it's part of the it's the journey into the Force Awakens. Yeah, it's uh, like between Jedi and. Force Awakens. And, and like it shows how like Luke was training those other guys and how Kylo Ren becomes how who he is. No, this is actually about um just two characters that are completely different. Huh. Um, they they were like during the Galactic Empire and you know they want to serve the you know the Imperial fleet and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't know. I guess I'll have to you know come back and tell you guys about it. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll have it. Like I said, May fourth. I, I have one. Sorry, I have one more thing about Bamboo Man. One, the only other problem I have with the character, I don't like who played fucking his butler, fucking oh, Alfred. Alfred. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, that was, that's a good one, and I agree. It's stupid. He, yeah, because, like, was, Alfred... He, was, he looked like Robert Downey Jr.'s older brother. He looked like he should have been Gordon, the way he was dressed, and he had, like... Yeah. Yeah. He, that was, he was not what you see, like... He, he's, a, he's a genius man, but... I've never seen any instance where Batman puts it in autopilot and then he controls it from the Batcave. I've never seen that. I've never, you know, cool I, concept. Yeah, it was cool. It was awesome. It's like I would love. It'd be like a video game. It'd be and he was, awesome. yeah, he was like Batman's tech guy. Yeah, like he, when has that ever been? Something? I've never seen that. He, he's, he was a medic. As far as I remember, Alfred was a medic in the military. That's why uh, he can. And that's why when Batman comes, he can always heal him up without having to go to the hospital. But he does not have that tech ability. That's where, fucking. Oh, what's his fucking uh, Lucius Fox is that's where he's supposed to come in hand, but it's almost like Alfred took both roles. Like it was weird to me. I don't like I don't like that. I don't like that portrayal of Alfred. I didn't like it. Yeah, I was I should, I almost brought that up earlier, but totally forgot. I'm glad you brought that up, Lane. Yeah, it was um, very not believable. He wasn't a very believable Alfred. No, I didn't see Butler when I saw him. Like I know he's more family to Bruce, but it wasn't. That's not what I have ever... I don't know. I didn't like it. I didn't... 
Okay, did you guys? I know you guys seen it, but the whole uh, Joker reference in that um, in the film was yeah, pretty cool. On Robin, that's outlet. the uh, that's the what, uh, Easter egg toward uh, Killing Joke. Yeah, no, it wasn't Killing Joke. It was um, Death in the Family. Sorry. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Death of uh, Jason Todd. Yeah. Well, isn't that the Death in the Family storyline? It isn't. No, that's uh, New Fifty Two content. Oh. Yeah, I love that fucking. See, you gotta play fucking Arkham Knight because there's some, there's so many things I want to say right now, but I can't because neither of y'all have played the game. Yeah, I'm gonna probably my my neighbor has. It. I'll just pick it up when I get a chance to borrow it. Yeah, like it, there's such good story to it that it's just fucking awesome. But yeah, I mean, I think the only two characters I had a problem with were fucking Lex and Alfred. I, I think everybody else was on point. I agree. Awesome. All right. Well. uh... So any last uh, comments or things that you didn't get to say? or No, man, that was pretty much spot on. I enjoyed uh, my time with you guys on here. Yeah, dude, thank you. Like like I said, we'll get you on here again. Uh, we have another buddy of ours who we actually were supposed to have two. Like there was going to be another person that was coming in with us, and then he backed out. And then we had another guy who was going to be talking, and then he also backed out. So, um, so he, he, you, you, you showed up before somebody that lives ten minutes away from us. <laughs> and you live in Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm available anytime, man. I, if you need, you know, want me on the show, man. Absolutely, I'm man. Like, if you like, you know, like I said, we'll, any any Star Wars stuff, we'll have you. We have a we have a friend here, Robbie Fugate. He's he really wants to be. So we'll probably have, if you want to do it on May fourth, we'll have you and him as our co-hosts on that on that oh, episode. That'd be, that'd be great. Yeah, I'm we're gonna. Take, I'm gonna try to texture it. Well, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I'll take a day off for work for that one because I might end up drinking that day too. You know, Star right. Wars. Uh, hey, absolutely. We'll celebrate. It's May the 4th, dude. May the 4th be with you. That's why we're doing it. And recover up Revenge of the 5th. Yeah. Revenge of the 5th. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, I have to figure out how I'm going to structure that episode and figure out how we're going to talk about it. But we got an episode of Walking Dead to watch, so we're going to cut it for right, now. Man. And But thanks a lot, Brandon, for being on the show. It was good seeing yeah, you. Nice we'll, to meet uh, you. Keep in touch, yeah. all right? Yeah, for sure, man. All right, guys. Good night. All right. Good have a good you. one, buddy. Nerdtalkalypse has assumed no claim and is not endorsed by material used in this podcast production. All music, sounds, and references are copyrighted under the franchise name. Nerdtalkalypse can be contacted by phone, email, or social media. You can contact us by email, nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com, on Twitter, at nerdtalkalypse, or by phone at 814-299-6653. For more content, you can check out our blog at www.nerdtalkalypse.weebly.com, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdtalkalypse. If you like what you heard today, we want to hear from you. Please leave us a review on iTunes, or you can find us in the Android market on Stitcher and Player FM. If there's a subject you wish us to talk about, please let us know. We will do our absolute best and research the subject and bring it to you next episode. Thank you for listening to Nerdtalkalypse.